0: I'm Kyle Northcote. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. I'm excited to announce that I have added some new questions to the show and a lightning round at the end. My guest today is Sabrina Zawada, an Army National Guard soldier. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to be here. Let's get started. First off, can you tell me what an Army National Guard soldier is and what it's like to be one?
1: Yeah, so uh, being in the Army National Guard is a lot like having a part-time job. It means that I am a soldier in the Army, but my commitment is typically only one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer. So this makes serving in the military a great option for students who are attending college full-time or for professionals who have a full-time job but also want to serve their community and their country. In exchange, I earn a paycheck. Numerous education benefits to pay for college and a
0: host of other entitlements. Cool. Sounds really nice. So, what kinds of things do you actually do when you do work?
1: So, um, well, I'll just start off talking about broadly what we do. Um, Every soldier does something different. And this is because it actually depends on what your job is. So, when a person joins the military, They'll typically sit down with a career counselor to figure out what job would be the best fit. And jobs can range from being a healthcare specialist to a cyber warrior to a lawyer. My job is a military intelligence officer. So on a normal weekend, I go to work at my unit. I'll do an hour of PE, physical education, and then I'll spend the rest of the day working on analyzing intelligence and um, Sometimes we take classes, Uh, sometimes I teach classes to the rest of the soldiers in my unit, but for
0: the most part it's sort of like an office environment. So when did you actually know you wanted to do this kind of work?
1: So I was 20 and I had just finished my second year of college. Mm -hmm. At the time I was on an academic full-ride scholarship, but it was only for two years and at the end of that two years I knew I wanted to get my bachelor's degree, but I didn't have any money for college. And in the meantime, I had a friend who had just joined the Army, but he wasn't going to be leaving for basic training for another two months. And so he had all this time to tell me all the amazing things about the Army. And he convinced me to talk to a recruiter. So that is how my journey started initially. I I didn't necessarily know I wanted to do this kind of work. I just sort Mm -hmm. of fell into it.
0: Did you consider any other jobs before this one? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Um,
1: So I eventually became an intelligence officer, but when I joined the army, um, I actually, you know, I met with a career counselor, just like I was mentioning earlier. And there were two jobs that were really interesting to me that I qualified for. One was the intelligence analyst position, and the other was a combat medic which is a lot like an emergency medical technician that works out of an ambulance. At the time, I actually chose the combat medic job and spent several years working as an EMT before switching over to becoming an intelligence officer. And so the reason I made that choice was because I figured that I would probably spend most of my life working behind a desk. Um, I was a student or, or excuse me, I was a very studious. I got straight A's. You know, I, I was very academic, but I really wanted to have an adventure-filled job first before I settled down. So I became a combat medic. Sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. It it was, but it was also really challenging and fun. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I was ready to settle down, I switched over to becoming an intelligence officer.
0: Yeah. So what do you like most and least about being an intelligence officer?
1: Ooh. Well, um, I'll start with what I find the most challenging and that's just really related to the army in general. So the army is a lot like a, a team sport and just like a team sport. Sometimes you have to give up things that you personally want in favor of, of the greater good of the team. Um, same thing in the army. Sometimes I have to give up a lot of things that I personally want in favor of the army. So for example, there are some Sundays when it's 5 PM and I have finished my job and I'm ready to go home. But my fellow soldiers haven't finished their work. And so no one goes home until everyone's finished. And so sometimes that can be a drag. Mm, Yeah. yeah. What I love the most, though, um, there are a lot of things. Um, And it's hard to just say one thing. But I'd say personally, the greatest thing about serving in the military is I've gotten to travel the world and gain a ton of life experiences that I don't think I would have gotten through a typical job. So I love that. I also love serving.
0: Hmm, yeah. Now, a word from our sponsor. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Kids Learn Careers podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the show on patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash kidslearncareers. You can join for as little as $3 a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Please join if you enjoy the show. Okay. Back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job?
1: So I have a master's degree right now. Um, Actually, I'm in a really unique situation in which the Army National Guard has sent me to school to get a second master's degree. So I am a full-time student right now at the Air Command and Staff College at Maxwell Air Force Base, but a, a degree wasn't required for me to join the Army. But the Army has paid for both my bachelor's and my master's, so I I feel very, very blessed.
0: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So what do you think the future of college education is as it relates to your profession? Do you ever see self-education certifications, on-the-job training, like Apple University replacing a traditional degree?
1: Um, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I know that, you know, especially in the field of cyber, that a lot of times certifications are a lot more important than, say, a degree, and your experience is is very important. Mm-hmm. In general, you know, I, as I mentioned, the military doesn't require for soldiers to have a degree when they join, but they do highly encourage education, uh, which is one of the reasons they provide tuition assistance and education benefits on top of a paycheck. Uh, They also provide skills and training for you to do your job. So, for example, when I was a medic, um, the Army actually provided all of the training and the certification for me to become um, an emergency medical technician and earn my license. So I definitely think that certifications are very important and they they will continue to be in the future.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. So what's something you wish you'd been taught in school but had to learn later on in life?
1: budgeting and financial management hands down wish I'd known more about budgeting
0: <laughs> yeah that's a that's a very good thing to know about yeah so you don't spend all your money <laughs> yeah yeah you you do not want to do that it's not not good yeah. no so how much free time do you have like I know this is probably a bit different for the army but do you work a traditional 40-hour work week more or less
1: so, you know, when when I am serving in the Army National Guard on my one weekend a month, it's usually, you know, I, honestly, that one weekend a month is a 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. day. They're long days. Right now, I'm in school full time, so it feels like I am always studying. Um, I, I'm in school half a day, and then I'm probably studying eight hours, so I spend a lot of time reading and writing and studying.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Seems like a good amount.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure you can relate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, are you able to work remotely? Um, if you like are sick or you can't go to work or you have to.
1: Um. Yeah. If if you're sick, you you just call in like a normal job.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So so that's nice, and we do have. You know, we have teams and we have remote work capabilities. So for instance, like last week, I had a cold. And so one day I just uh, worked remotely and I I like teleworked for school,
0: which mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. Yeah, that seems really nice to be able to work from home if necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what advice do you have for young people considering you do for the job? All
1: right. So first, um, I would suggest for young people. If your school, your high school has a JROTC program that stands for Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps, um, I would ask the teacher that's in charge of that program to help you, to help a, a person learn about the military. So, right now, there are six branches of the military um, you've got the Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, the Coast Guard, which is really cool, but a lot of people don't ever hear about the Coast Guard. And now we have the Space Force. So there's all these different branches of military service to choose from. And so an ROTC teacher can help students understand kind of the difference between those. Um, For those students who are going to school that don't have those type of programs, I would suggest talking to a career counselor at your high school, because they'll be able to to give you information and and kind of help guide you on that journey.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good advice. This one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made?
1: Oh, hands down, the best, most worthwhile investment I've ever made was in my education. It opened doors for me, gave me opportunities that I never even knew existed, and as a result, the the quality of my life has improved beyond anything that I could ever imagine. It's the best advice ever education
0: that's that is important yeah Yeah. so is there a person in your life like a parent grandparent teacher coach or mentor that made a huge impact on you if so in what way and would you like to give that person a quick shout out my mom (laughs)
1: she taught me that I could be anything that I wanted to be and never to settle that is
0: that's really important to know yeah
1: yeah she's awesome so Mm -hmm.
0: thanks mom. Yeah, you should send the episode to her so she gets to see that or hear that. I need to, she'd love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So is there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on? Yes. So
1: interestingly, um, when a lot of times when people think about people, soldiers in the military, they think of these really physically fit soldiers. But before I joined the army, I had never played sports. I wasn't really very physically active. So when I joined, it took me a long time to learn how to run. Um, that probably sounds kind of funny. Cause like everyone knows how to run, but I wasn't a good runner. And so, you know, in the army passing your physical fitness test is a really big deal. And for an entire year, I failed my run over and over and over. It was humiliating. And even thinking about it now, it like, I, I can feel myself get nervous and, and uh, start to sweat a little bit. (laughs) It was a horrible experience, but, um, eventually I realized that I just had to take ownership of it and I couldn't rely on everyone else helping me to run. I really needed to just own it myself, figure out a plan for myself. And so now, um, you know, I am a runner. I've run a half marathon. I've participated in Olympic distance triathlons. And, um, I know, you know, I don't run a whole lot now, but I know that before a PT test about a physical fitness test two months beforehand, I have a plan and I know what I need to do so that I can pass my run. And, um, it just, it taught me resilience and it gave me confidence. Yeah. How long do you have to run to do that? The best uh, so it depends, it depends on your age. Um, uh, so each age has a different time that they have to pass it in, but at the time that I could not pass it, it was it was you had to run two miles in eighteen minutes and fifty four seconds. So one mile in about
0: nine minutes and
1: twenty seconds., well,
0: I used Five to be seconds, able yeah. I used to be able to do that, but I can't do that anymore, or at least not right now. You can't?
1: No. Oh. I mean, I might well, be able to. I bet you could. <laughs> it's hard. It's, uh, yeah, running uh, running is hard
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up?
1: Oh, I I would have played sports in high school. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I I didn't feel like I was coordinated enough, but sports teaches you confidence and teamwork, and and both of those are valuable skills as you get older.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. So what book do you think all kids should read and why?
1: (laughs) So this is probably for... um, students who are getting a little bit older, but the book I'd recommend is Seven Habits of Highly Effective
0: People. I've read that. And it just, you, wait, yeah. you've read it? Yeah. You have? Uh-huh. Did you like it? Yeah. It's, it's really dense. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. you what book you'd recommend? Oh man, that's really hard. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm going to have to like, come back to you on that. Cause there's, one book that I can't remember the name of. Um, yeah. I There's so many good me. books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear yours, but yeah, my minus seven habits of highly effective people.
0: Yeah. So if you can make one rule that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? The golden rule do unto others as
1: you'd have others do unto you. So be kind to everyone.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a really good rule. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think knowing what not to do is just as important, if not more so than knowing what to do. With that in mind, what's the worst advice you've ever received?
1: Um, To give into fear. Um, I had so many fears when I was younger, and it would have been a lot easier to give up and just be comfortable. But, you know, there's something great about overcoming adversity and just continuing to try. Uh, because as long as you keep trying, you're going to get better. And um, I'm I'm really thankful that I didn't follow that advice because uh, my life is just much better because I just kept kept climbing mountains and just
0: kept going, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the
1: only way that you get better is through overcoming adversity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Conversely, what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work?
1: go to college. Yeah, definitely go to college, get your education and, um, get out of your comfort zone because you never, you never know what is going to appeal to you or what you're going to be really good at until you get out of your comfort zone and you try a lot of different things. Yeah, that is very
0: good advice. Awesome. Thanks, Sabrina. Now it's time for the brand new lightning round. Oh, all right. First, if you could have any dinner with any famous person, past or present, who would it be? Abraham Lincoln. What's your favorite sport to watch? To play?
1: Ooh,
0: uh, to watch
1: University of Texas football. To play? Volleyball.
0: Mm. What's your favorite food? Pizza. Cats, dogs, or neither? Oh, cats. <laughs> What's your dream car? Mm,
1: either a Porsche or a Tesla. I can't decide. I love them both. They're both good ones.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Butter pecan. what's your what's the coolest place you've ever been to? Um, coolest place I've ever been to
1: Belgium. I, I just I loved it.
0: What's your dream vacation destination that you haven't been to yet? The Maldives. Who's your favorite musician? Right now, Taylor Swift. <laughs> What's the best concert you've ever been to?
1: The Eagles. Amazing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Awesome. Thanks, Sabrina. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learning Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.